Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The ads maven, Jen Pawsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Now, here is the host of the ads maven, Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker and coach, Jen Pawsik. Ads Maven. I'm your host, Jen Posick. So today we are talking all about how to target your ideal audience for Facebook ads. Um, oh man, if you missed it, last week's show covered, oh my gosh, so much good information. We talked all about profitable ad strategies and the two, um, the two main ways to really target your ads. And so if you missed it, I highly suggest that you go back and watch. You can find it on Inspired Choices Network. You can also find it if you search the Ads Maven on your favorite podcasting platform. Um, but it covers so much around the strategy of running ads. So this week, while we're, when you're getting your ads up and running, I wanted to talk about all about the audiences. Whew. Okay. So there's two main ways to advertise to your audiences. You've got cold audiences and warm audiences. So a cold audience simply uh, doesn't know who you who you are. They don't know much about you. Uh, the no like and trust factor is not already there. A warm audience, which is the second type, is an audience that already knows a little bit about you. Now, sometimes I might talk about an audience being really hot if they're like, you know, obviously like, extra warm, right? Um, so a hot audience is one that like the no like and trust factor is really already there. They might already be clients or they're super primed to purchase. Um, but basically, the two different ways to find your audience, we're either talking about warm audience or cold audience. And with the two profitable ad strategies that I talked about last week, I talked about how you either want to run ads to a cold audience that where you're going to be warming them up and uh, bringing them into your world, growing your email list through that. Or if you're running ads to a warm audience where the no like and trust factor is already there, you are um, running those ads to the warm audience that already knows you in order to uh, basically ask for the sale. So we want to sell to people that already know us and then start to warm up and give value to people that don't. Okay, so we are going to do a deep dive into both of those. But before I do, one of the things that I just want to talk to you about is the fact that I believe that Facebook is one of the best platforms that you can advertise on. And when I say Facebook, I also am including Instagram because Facebook owns Instagram. They bought them out a few years ago. And so when you're running Facebook ads, you can run Instagram ads at the same time even if you actually don't have an Instagram business profile, it just runs from basically like from your Facebook page. Now, I do think it's ideal to still have to have an Instagram business profile. However, you can still run ads on Instagram. And actually, for one of my clients, we're running ads really successfully um, to grow her email list, running them both on Facebook and on um, Instagram. Even though she doesn't have an Instagram business profile, we're getting uh, leads on there for about like $1.45 a person, which is pretty cool. 
Um, okay, so when I'm saying Facebook, I really mean Facebook and Instagram. But one of the reasons why I think that running ads on Facebook and Instagram is so much more effective than other social media platforms, why I think it's bigger and why I think more people are advertising on it is because there's literally millions of ways to target your audience with Facebook ads. Some of the other social media platforms, you just don't have, it's just not as many ways to be able to target them. So that's part of why I wanted to do this episode today as well. Now, if you've been running ads for a while, you probably know that about a year and a half ago, when all that Cambridge Analytica stuff happened and Facebook got in a little bit of trouble for basically knowing too much information about us, um, which to me, I mean, I get it and I think it's a little crazy, but at the same time, Google knows way too much about us too, right? It's kind of just how things are now. And I feel like I also fully appreciate the fact that they know so much about us because it helps us in our ad targeting. So there's literally millions of ways to target your audience on Facebook. Oh, with the Cambridge Analytica stuff, um, it did remove some of the targeting options. So the third-party targeting information did go away. So And some of it was really helpful. Like um, you used to be able to target somebody based on if they were a homeowner or a renter or based on their uh, annual income. And now you're not actually able to do that within Facebook's advertising platform, which honestly I feel like is kind of a bummer. But even without the third-party information, there's still so many ways to target and find your ideal audience. Okay, so before we get into the ways to do it, let's talk a little bit about avatars. So you may have heard people talk about like what's your avatar, which really just means who is your ideal client? What actually like describes them? So some of the things, if you have ever done an exercise to find your avatar, some of the questions that you can go through, and if you haven't done this before, you can do it now and just think about it. Um, what is their gender? And it may or may not make a difference. So for some of you, it, it definitely does. For others, you're just advertising to everybody, and that's okay. Um, yeah, what's their age range? What does their age tend to be? Uh, what's their occupation? What do they do? Do you only work with teachers or financial planners? You know, if the, in some case, that's going to be important. For others of you, occupation has nothing to do with it. Um, one of the cool ways that you can target is if they are a business owner or an entrepreneur of some sort to find them. Uh, you can target people that are Facebook page admins or business page admins. Um, let's see. What's, oh, uh, what's their yearly income? Now again, this isn't something that you can target, but it, uh, specifically, but it is good to know. So some of the things that you can end up targeting, so if you know, you are targeting people that, you know, are making a little bit more every year. And one of the ways you could target them is if they are parents and they send their kids to private school. That could be a way to know whether or not if they if they have the income that you're looking for. Uh, what are their hobbies? Where do they live? Are they single? Are they married? Are they partnered? 
Do they have kids? What need are they trying to satisfy? What are the books that they read? What are the magazines that they read? What are podcasts that they listen to? Blog posts that they read? What are some Facebook groups that they're part of? So all of this is just good information to know. You may or may not actually use it inside your, um, you may or may not actually use it inside your ads. Uh, what are professional organizations that they're part of? So this could be one where like, um, okay, so I recently joined a BNI chapter. And in that, I know like I can, BNI is a business networking international. It's a referral-based network that is literally all over the world. I think it's in like 88 countries. And so I know if somebody is a member of BNI, there is a good chance that either they are a business owner or they work for a business that is actively trying to grow and looking for referrals to do so. So that might mean if somebody is interested in BNI, they might absolutely be somebody that I want to target in my ads. Um, who are some experts that they follow? Um, this is really great for the interest-based targeting. What are their pains and problems? What are their goals and desires? So like what's that pain point that you're solving for them? And what are their main goals that you're able to help them achieve? So what do they need to learn in order to solve their problems and achieve their goals? What do they need to do to solve their problems and achieve their goals? What do they need to believe and understand? And then what do they need to need, um, what do they need to feel in order to be able to solve their problems. Okay, so once you know who your audience really is, who is that ideal person, you're gonna go and one of the things that I like to do, I like to play around in audience insights. So that's inside ads manager. So when you go to facebook.com slash ads slash manage, you can get to your ads manager. And then in the top left, it's either three little lines or sometimes I'm seeing it as nine dots, um, but that basically pulls open the menu. Um, it's so funny because Facebook recently has been changing up how they show their, um, how the ad manager platform looks. Um, they've been changing up the design of it and recently there's like four different designs, um, which, yeah, all of them just look just slightly different. And now starting, I think it was like yesterday, all of a sudden, all these new ones, I'm getting messages when I go into them that it's actually back to the old design, like after I just got used to the updated ads manager. So depending on when you're going, it may look a little bit different, but it's always relatively similar. So you might just have to take a little tour of it if it looks different for you. But basically, from the menu, you're going to go to your audience insights section. And I think that this area is so cool, especially if you know some interests that your ideal client um, is going to also be interested in. So on the left-hand column under audience insights, you can put in – so country will already be selected. I, For myself, I know it's always the United States is already selected. If you're in another country, I'm not sure if it's U.S. or if it'll be that other country. So let me know um, what you see when you go in there. But basically, you can put in uh, gender, you can put in age, and then you can put in interests. 
when you put in interests, you want to do a, a interest that you know your ideal client is also going to be interested in. So I did this for just a couple examples just so that I could get some ideas to chat with you about. So the first one that I did in terms of an interest was Amy Porterfield. I know Amy's people are my people. I know that people that follow Amy Porterfield tend to be people because they tend to be digital course creators. They tend to be entrepreneurs and they tend to believe that growing an email list is super important, all of which are things that I totally believe as well. And I am, they also tend to have a lot of women, um, tend to be, let's see. So there's this phrase that I've heard tossed around that, um, where there are bro marketers and those are people that follow bro marketers tend to just a hundred percent not be my people. There are certain marketers out there that if I hear somebody say like, Oh, I, um, am like a big fan of this person. I'm like, Oh, I already know you're not my people. So I kind of feel like Amy's people are the opposite of that. So I know if I'm looking for other people that are similar to um, people that are interested in Amy Porterfield, Audience Insights is a great place to go to. So I'm going to tell you exactly how and the the one button that is, I feel like, the most important to check out in Audience Insights. But we are going to take a quick break. Um, and when we get back, we'll continue chatting about that. So you are listening to The Ads Maven with myself, Jen Posick, on the Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The Ads Maven, Jen Posick, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to The Ads Maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach, Jen Pawsik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to Jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. Right. Welcome back. I'm Jen Posick, the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. So today our show topic is how to target your ideal audience for 
Facebook ads. So before we went to the break, we were talking about audience insights, which I feel like is so helpful for really researching audiences, especially interest-based audiences. So I gave the example of if I put in Amy Porterfield on that left-hand column under interests, then it gives me good information about who her fans are, um, the people that follow her, and you can scroll down and get more information about them, some demographic information, but that's not why I like it. There's a little tab that says page likes, and this is the whole reason why I think Audience Insights is so helpful. When you click page likes, what will happen is it will populate other Facebook pages that have similar fans. So fans of these other pages are likely going to be very similar people as people that like Amy Porterfield. So when I pulled this up, and it puts them into different categories. So it gave the example of an app page, um, which was Meet Edgar, which is a planning, um, like a post-planning uh, type of app for um for social media. And so, yeah, if I want to target, if I know that I want to target business owners that might be interested in Facebook ads, targeting people that are interested in Meet Edgar lets me know they probably do have a business um, and they may very well be my people. Um, under photographer, it has Jenna Kutcher. And I know that Jenna Kutcher does like um, lifestyle stuff, but her people, she also does have a lot of business owners that follow her, and uh, her people could very well be my people as well. So what I do is if I'm seeing somebody, if I'm seeing a page that I already know that I think, okay, this might be a page that I would want to target, I'm just going to write it down. And so usually what I'll do is I'll open like a Google Sheet or something where I'll just write down all the possible um, pages to target. So as I'm doing some research for that. So I would write down Meet Edgar. I would write down Jenna Kutcher. Um, I may write down Melanie Duncan. Let's see. Dean Street Society is one that was listed. Um, Creative Live. That might be a good one to do. Um, let's see. Derek Halpern, Fabian Fredrickson, Allie Brown, Smart Passive Income with Pat Flynn. All of these are ones that I would go ahead and write down on my Google Sheet to potentially target. Now, let's say there's one that I don't I don't necessarily know a lot about. Okay, so one of the ones listed on here is Whole30. So under community, Whole30 is probably not necessarily like my ideal targeting. It may or may not actually make sense. So when I the cool thing with it, when you click that page likes, you're able to then click on the link. It actually gives you a link to check out the page. So if I go check out the page for Whole30 and I find um, this is more about like eating clean foods, that kind of has nothing to do with business owners who might be interested in running Facebook ads. I just would not write them down. But some of the other ones, Keep, which is what uh, Infusionsoft used to be called, they're an email service provider. Um, I would totally write them down. Social Media Examiner, um, I would totally write them down. So I'll just go through that list and write down all of the examples. Um, now, the one thing I have to tell you, not all of them are actually targetable. So then you do have to go into Ads Manager, into the ad, and start putting them in and playing around to see if they're actually targetable. So that's the one thing about Audience Insights that's a little bit annoying. 
However, when you're putting them in, once you have um, once you have one, you can also click suggestions, and Facebook will give you similar suggestions. So we'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute. Um, I wanted to give you guys an example, um, another example. So. I um, I also put in access consciousness as one of the um, interest-based uh, targeting options under audience insights. And so then when I hit click page likes for it, some of the things that then came up was um, the Institute for Psychology of Eating, which I thought was interesting, may or may not actually be similarly targeted, but it might be. Access Consciousness Bars Facilitator and Practitioner, Creative Edge of Consciousness. Now, some of these I know, like Access Consciousness Bars Facilitator and Practitioner, that's not going to be targetable. Creative Edge of Consciousness is not going to be targetable. But this next one, so Eden Energy Medicine Programs, I think that one might be. Um, Mike Dooley. So a lot of these are still are good examples where the audiences are going to be fairly similar and it would be worthwhile to check out just so that you're getting a larger um, audience base to start with. Okay, so once I've done my research inside Audience Insights, I'm going to start putting those audiences into um, into Ads Manager to see if they are targetable and test them. So that kind of brings us to talking about cold audiences. So with that, our interest-based audiences, which are the same ones we've been talking about within Audience Insights. So the way to do that is going to be in Ads Manager. When you are going into Ads Manager, there's when you're setting up an ad, there's three sections to your ad. The campaign, the ad set, and the ad. And when you understand the three, it makes creating and editing and optimizing and scaling your ads a whole lot easier because um, otherwise it can be very confusing. So the campaign section is where you're going to set your ad objective. So your ad objective is going to be, usually it's going to be like 90% of the time it's going to be conversions. Um, if you want somebody to convert into a lead on your email list or you want to, them to convert into a sale. Um, but other options for campaign objectives would be traffic, uh, post engagement, video views, uh, reach, um, messages. So you have other options there. That's really all you're doing at the campaign level. Now, I will say you can do split testing from there, and you can also do campaign budget optimization. That's a newer feature that uh, you can set the campaign for all ads under the whole campaign, or you can still now uh, put the budget for your ads under each individual ad set. I still like to do uh, campaign budgets under each individual ad set. So let's say I am, um, let's say I'm running an ad to grow my email list, and I have. Uh, a couple different ads that I'm testing. So I'm doing um, an ad to a interest-based audience, an ad to a lookalike audience, and an ad to a warm audience under each of those, right? So I might have the same ad, but it's going to have three different ad sets. And I, let's say I want to spend $10 a day on my lookalike audience, $10 a day on my interest-based audience, and $5 a day on my warm audience. I set that up in the ad set section 
Um, if I'm doing campaign budget optimization, I would have to set that up. I would say I want to spend $25 a day in the campaign section, and then Facebook is going to spend that $25 a day based on which of those ads are performing best. Now, if let's say you don't want them to do that, because eventually that campaign budget optimization is going to just be required. So if you don't want that to happen, it, you would have to make it so that each of those ads is in a separate campaign. All right, so that's the campaign level. Ad set level is where you are going to put in your uh, audience, also your budget right now, and then placements. So where do you want your ad to show up? If you want your ad to be um, seen in the Facebook news feed, which, yes, of course you do, um, on the Instagram news feed, if you want it to be seen in stories, like Instagram stories, Facebook stories, and uh, messages stories, if you want it to be seen in, um, like, other apps, uh, like third-party apps um, and pages, you can have it there. So that's where the ad set is, comes in. And then the ad section is where you're going to put your um, your actual ad, your copy, and your graphics. Okay. Whew. That was a lot. So with all of that, we're really only focused on the ad set section. So I like to go in and play around in the audience section before I go in to actually create my ads just so that I know who my audiences are going to be before before I go in to, to do all of that. In the audiences section, so the first thing that you can fill out is going to be location, age, gender, and language. So some basic demographics. Um, under location, you can set it to, um, you have quite a few options actually. So you can do worldwide, you can do uh, country, you can do uh, state, you can do by city, um, you can also do by zip code. So a couple of things with that. If you're targeting by country, um, if you're targeting by country or larger, I am looking for my audience to be around a million, like really like one to three million. If you are a local business, you're targeting to a city, you kind of just get what you get. And if you are targeting by a, to a small country, you also sometimes kind of just get what you get. So like one of my clients was targeting Holland for her stuff, and it was like it wasn't even like a million people to start off with. So of course it wasn't going to be a million people um, once she put on some more targeting on there. And that's okay. So, But if you're targeting like U.S. and Canada, I would be starting off looking for around an audience of like a million. Okay, the other thing if you're targeting by country – you want to you really don't want to do any more than um two countries at a time that spend money similarly. So, for example, you could run an ad to uh US and Canada together. And sometimes I'll even do if my audience is really like pretty targeted, I might do like the countries that all kind of spend the most money with ads. So that's going to be U.S., Canada, U.K., Australia, New Zealand. So I might lump them together, but I would definitely not want to do like the U.S. and um, India. So like if I did like the U.S. and India together, Facebook wants to give us the best cost for our ads. India is going to be a whole lot cheaper to run those ads to. 
So it's going to put too much of your budget to India and not enough to the U.S., whereas maybe you want it to be an even split or you want the U.S. to actually have the most amount. So in which case, I would actually just do those as two separate ads. All right. So then under our um, under our location, we also have um, we can also target by city or by zip code. So if you are a local business and you're targeting by city, if you do city, you can do like a radius around it. So let's say I so I live in the Tampa Bay area, so I could target Tampa, like people who live in Tampa. Um, and I could do like a 10-mile radius around Tampa, or I could do like up to a 50-mile radius. And if I know there's areas that I want to include, but they're just not being included, I could do like Tampa and St. Pete with like a 20-mile radius around each. But if you need it to be smaller than that, and that 10-mile radius is a little bit too large, you can also target by zip code to really narrow it down. All right, then under for age, typically I'll start off uh, with, with that 18 and up. Um, and you can go the – so you can do 65 and up as a category on its own, but other than that, you can narrow it by age. Um, gender, they only have the option of male, female, or I think it's unknown. Um, and then language, because English is the default language, for Facebook, you actually can leave it blank if your ads are in English. All right, so we are going to get to the rest of the targeting, which is kind of like the good stuff, in just a minute when we get back. So for the moment, you are listening to The Ads Maven with myself and Posik on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The Ads Maven, Jen Pawsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to The Ads Maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach, Jen Pawsik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to Jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. All right. Welcome back. I'm Jen Pasek, the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. So today our show topic is how to target your ideal audience for Facebook ads. So before we went to the break, we were talking about the uh, basic demographics targeting inside audiences, uh, inside the ad set. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about the layered targeting, so interest-based targeting. Um, for This is still for our cold audiences that we're talking about. And I like to call it and or, but not targeting. And oh my gosh, you guys, this is when Facebook announced this, I just think it's so brilliant. And this is one of the biggest reasons why I think it's better to run ads on Facebook and Instagram than a lot of other 
social media platforms. So basically, I can say, I want you to run ads to this or that to people who are sorry. I want you to show my ads to people who are interested in A or B, and they have to also be interested in C, but they cannot be interested in D. Okay, so we're going to get into how all of that looks in just a minute. But basically, when you go to the detailed targeting section, if you click on browse, it's going to give you three main things that everything is put into, either demographics, behaviors, or interests. Now, when you click on any of them, it's like anytime you see a little arrow to the side, it's going to be a drop-down menu, and you're going to see like drop-down after drop-down after drop-down sometimes. So under demographics, it has stuff like education, uh, where it has stuff around education level, field of study, schools, undergraduate years, uh, financial, which financial used to have uh, annual income, which it does not anymore, which I wish it still did. Um, but it does have income based on zip codes that people live in. So under life events has things like when your anniversary is, if you are away from your family, away from your hometown, if you have a birthday coming up, if you're newly engaged. Um, pretty cool, right? So as I'm talking about this, start thinking about what are some ways that you might be able to target your audience. And I highly suggest that if you are running ads or plan to run ads, really take some time to play around in the ad set section, in the audiences section, just so that you know what all of your options are. So some other ones, uh, parents, you can target parents of infants, toddlers, preschoolers, school age, teenagers, college age kids, um, or just all parents. You can do relationship status. You can do work based on like job titles and industries. All right, then you have the uh, interests section. So under interests, you have things like business and industry, entertainment, family and relationships, fitness and wellness, food and drink, hobbies and activities, shopping and fashion, sports and outdoors, and technology. Now, this is also where the page interests are going to be. And some of the interests, so again, drop down after drop down after drop down menu for you to just like click through all the different things. So you might have a really broad interest like organic food or under here this would also be where like a more targeted interest like a page like Organifi would also be listed under here. All right, then you have behaviors. So anniversary, consumer classification, digital activities, expats, mobile device user, uh, multicultural affinity, politics, purchase behavior, soccer, and travel. So, again, really take some time to look at what all of those options are. Um, okay, so I wanted to give some examples with the and or but not targeting. So, let's say I want to target um, business owners that are also really interested in like law of attraction, okay? So I know that my ideal client tends to be uh, like they're a business owner and they're into like some new agey stuff, right? Law of attraction is like all about it. If I just put in law of attraction into the interest, and this is like for a U.S. audience, so that ends up being about 18 million people. That's a pretty large group. And remember, I want 
if I'm targeting by country or larger, so in this case, if I'm targeting U.S., I want my audience size to be around a million. So 18 million is way too large, and that doesn't tell me enough, nearly enough about them. So now let's say I want to do a little bit of that or targeting, and I want to also, so as soon as I put in law of attraction, I can click where it says suggestions. So some of the suggestions that came up, it's going to be similar types of interests and behaviors. So some of the other ones that came up, law of attraction, new thoughts, the secret, the book, uh, personal development. So that's a pretty large interest. Um, the secret, where it's also the film, the movie, uh, think and grow rich, Tony Robbins, meditation, mindfulness, Louise Hay, Deepak Chopra, Wayne Dyer, and then the list just kind of goes on as suggestions. So now what I could do if I want to, I know I want to do some, some, I need to get it a little bit more targeted. 18 million is way too large. But so let's say I want to target people who are interested in either Law of Attraction or Eckhart Tolle or Esther Hicks or Louise Hay or The Secret, right? So that's some good targeting. It really does kind of target my ideal person, but that now is 40 million. So definitely way too big. I need to like really take it down, right? So now I can use that layered audience, that and or but not targeting. So right now I'm saying I just have the or targeting, Law of Attraction or Esther Hicks or Louise Hay. But I can click um, Narrow Audience, and that's going to put in the and targeting. So if I do that, I could put in and I also want them to be a Facebook page admin or a business page admin. And when I just do that, it takes it from 40 million people to 6.5 million people. It's pretty huge, right? So now I know I'm targeting people who are business owners or at least very likely to be a business owner because they're an admin of a Facebook page. And they are also interested in law of attraction type of stuff. So I could continue to narrow it further. So let's say I also they also tend to be parents. I could also say, and I want them to be parents of some type. That's going to continue to narrow my audience. Or I could also exclude people, and I could exclude certain interests or behaviors. So let me give you another example of this. So let's say, so my friend Amanda, who I had on the show um, last month at some point, she is the co-owner of Slow Foods Kitchen. So they have delicious raw vegan snacks, like um, the most delicious kale chips I've ever had. You should go and check them out. Um, all right. So hers are, they're raw vegan snacks. They're crafted uh, at, in like, by hand. Uh, so the their best customers tend to be, like, people that go to, like, juice bars. Now, if you've ever been to a juice bar, like, you know, ones that do, like, the, like, organic juices where it's, like, pressed fruits where, you know, it's, like, fancy stuff, and it is not cheap. Now, their kale chips, they're not, like, they're not super cheap. I mean, they're not expensive for, you know, maybe they're, they're let's say they're, like, five bucks for a box. However, not everybody is going to say, oh, I'm going to spend five bucks on some kale chips for a snack, right? So they still need to advertise <laughs> to their ideal person. 
So let's say if they want to advertise to people that are interested in organic food, where that's important to them, right? If they put in organic food as an interest, it's going to be uh, in the U.S. It's 43 million people. It's a lot of people. Obviously, way too large, right? So now if they do some layer targeting, they can say, and they also want to target people interested in Whole Foods Market, that takes it down to 13 million. But let's say, so 13 million is still too big. So let's say now they want to exclude people that are interested in Walmart. So you have that and, or, but not. So organic food and also interested in Whole Foods, but not interested in Walmart. And that takes it down to 3.7 million. Now that may still be a little bit too big, but do you kind of see how you can play around with that? All right. Whew. This is a lot of stuff. So I would love to hear from you and let me know when you're playing around with audiences, how that's going for you. What questions do you have? You can email me, jen at theadsmaven.com. You can also um, find me on Facebook at Jen Posick or on Instagram at Jen Posick and just slide right into my DMs. I would love to hear from you. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about custom audiences. Custom audiences are really cool. There's a whole audiences section inside Facebook, inside Ads Manager. You get to it from that menu in the top, um, the three lines or the nine dots. And with that, what you can do is you can upload. Um, so you can do a few things. But when we're still talking about cold audiences, you can upload a list of people um, if you have an email list that you have like purchased or acquired, because what Facebook can do is Facebook can match people on your list based on their email address, phone number, first name, last name, city, state, zip code, and a few other things, which is pretty amazing. So you can upload them. The only thing that you do have to have, you do have to have a business manager account in order to do that. Um, the other type of cold audience to have is a lookalike audience. Now, I want to get into this because lookalikes are, I think, the best type of audience to target by for your cold audience. But real quick, we do need to take a break. So you're listening to my to the Ads Maven with myself, Jen Posick, on Inspired Choices Network. When we return, we're going to continue talking about lookalike audiences. We'll be right back. Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The ads maven, Jen Posick, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to the ads maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach, Jen Pawsik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm Jen Posick, the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. So today our show topic is how to target your ideal audience for Facebook ads. All right, before we went to the break, we were talking about 
lookalike audiences. And I think lookalike audiences are basically one of the best ways to target a cold audience. So because Facebook's algorithm is super smart, knows way too much about us, what we can say to Facebook is, hey, here's this audience of my people. I want you to create an audience that looks like this audience. So in order to create a lookalike audience, you need at least 100 people in a country. And basically, the more targeted the base audience is that you're giving Facebook, the better the lookalike audience will be. So some ways that you can put in as like that base audience. You can create a lookalike audience based on fans of your page, people that have engaged with your Facebook page or your Instagram, uh, people that have visited your website, people that are on your email list, and even clients. So obviously, if you are giving Facebook a list of 100 clients in the U.S., it's going to create a way better targeted audience, like lookalike audience of clients than of people that are just fans of your page, right? Because they're that much more likely to take action. But you can create all of those types of lookalikes. And yeah, in general, I think that lookalikes, and it's always worth it to test, but in general, lookalike audiences tend to do better than interest-based audiences. So I highly suggest that you try them out. You want them to be as targeted as possible. So if you don't have 100 clients, and I mean, obviously, if like if you're a service-based business, you may may not. But if you can do um, more than 100, if you have more than 100 people on your email list, I would do your email list over just fans of your page. Um, or I would, I mean, I would do people who visited your website over fans of your page. Okay. Um, when you go in to create it, you can actually do up to 10% of the country that you're doing it for. I typically suggest just doing 1% of the country, maybe 2%, but typically just 1%. Um, so if you're doing a U.S.-based audience, 1% of the U.S. audience is going to be about 2 million people, like 2.2 million. And then you can even narrow that down uh, once that is created. All right, so let's talk a little bit about warm audiences as well. Oh, my gosh, our show is almost done. Whew. I want to get to everything. All right, so with your warm audience, there's basically four ways to target a warm audience. People that have engaged with your Facebook page in the last 365 days, people that have engaged with your Instagram in the last 365 days, people that have visited your website in the last 180 days. Now, you do have to have a Facebook pixel on there, um, and we can do a whole other episode on pixels. I just recently gave a whole workshop all around Facebook pixels, um, but I highly suggest you have a Facebook pixel on every page of your website, every landing page, thank you page, uh, sales page, all of that. If you're not sure how to place a Facebook pixel, just Google it. That's what I do if I'm helping my clients place a pixel on a site that I am not super familiar with. How to add a Facebook pixel to WordPress. How to add a Facebook pixel to lead pages. How to add a Facebook pixel to ClickFunnels. So just Google whatever your platform is, and it'll, it should walk you through how to place it. Um, and then the fourth type of warm audience that you can advertise to is your email list. So with those, I highly suggest uploading all four of those types of audiences um, to run your, your ads to your warm audience to sell to your warm audience. Now, one of the other things that we have is 
retargeting. Oh, you know what? I think we, we have just enough time. So let me still talk about the warm audiences. From your ads manager, facebook.com slash ads slash manage, you're going to go again to those three lines that open up the menu. Um, and you're going to go to the audiences section. From there, you're going to click custom audience. There's like a little blue button, um, upload audience, custom audience. And then there's, it kind of walks you through it, but there's a section for Facebook business page, Instagram business profile, website, and then customer list. So those are the four ones that you're going to do, and you just kind of like walks you through it. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about retargeting because retargeting audiences are also really powerful. And you've probably, even if you're not really sure what I'm talking about when I say retargeting, you've probably seen it in action. Have you ever gone, uh, been browsing around on Amazon and looking at a specific item? You go away, you don't buy it, and like, the next time that you go anywhere online, you see that item following you around. So it's like you're like scrolling through a website, it's there. You go on Facebook, it's there. You go on Instagram, it's there. You go like every place else. Like So you just see it all over the place. You're being retargeted. So it's a really handy feature to have and some because sometimes – I mean, we have short attention spans. We forget stuff. And so sometimes it's a really good reminder of like, oh, yeah, I totally meant to buy that and something just happened. Because, I mean, how many times has that happened to you? That happens to me all the time, right? So retargeting is really good. And sometimes people just need to think about it for a little bit as well. So you can retarget anybody that has visited any place on your website. As long as you own the website you can retarget somebody. You have to have that Facebook pixel placed on the page. But basically, um, you can go in and retarget them and make sure that they're seeing it again. Okay, so let me give you an example. Let's say I am launching my list building ads lab course. And actually, in December, I'm going to do a I'm going to offer a free five-day list building challenge. I'm very excited about this. I just decided about it uh, yesterday. It's going to start December 2nd. Um, Free five-day list building challenge. At the end of the challenge, I'm going to reopen my list building ads lab. And so when I offer it, I do a group coaching program with it. Super cool. It's eight weeks of – So there's six modules, so you get video trainings that walk you step-by-step through everything you need to create these ads to grow your email list, to be able to sell to your list. And then every week, we have coaching calls for you to ask all of your questions, right? So let's say I'm in the middle of launching that, and I have, obviously, right, I have my Facebook pixel placed on this models page. So I can run an ad to anybody that has visited the sales page for my list building ads lab, but has not purchased it. Pretty cool, right? So in order to do that, I would just create an audience of people that have visited the sales page. I would create an audience of people that have visited the thank you page. And then when I am going to run those ads inside Ads Manager, I'm going to uh, include people that have visited the sales page, and I'm going to exclude anybody that's visited the thank you page. Does that make sense? I know it starts getting a little bit tricky, but 
I just like before when I was created my warm audience of people that had visited my website. In this case, I'm just going to be able I'm going to there's like a little drop down menu for the website and I can create an audience of people that visited any specific page. I just have to grab that little slug, that last section of the URL that they visited because my pixel is already on there, which is pretty amazing that we have like all of these ways to be able to target people. Okay, I know I covered a lot. If you have questions for me, please, please, please feel free to ask. I would love to hear them. You can email me at jen at theadsmaven.com. You can also find me on Facebook or Instagram at Jen Posick and just slide into my DMs and please ask away. I would love to help and make sure that you're able to target people. Now, I did tell you a little bit about that list building challenge that I'm going to do. If you are listening live, it may not be up quite yet. However, if it's not live, even if it's like maybe like later today, you should be able to go and register for it at jenposick.com slash workshop. Uh, jenposick.com slash workshop to register for that challenge. So again, this is going to be a five-day challenge all around list building. And so if you've heard me talk at all before, you know I am all about growing an email list so that you can then sell to the list. This is what I did with my family's business. We grew it to over 160,000 people. Uh, it's what I did with my own business, and it's what I help my clients do literally every single day. Um, I would love for you to join us in that challenge. Um, okay, also, I have to tell you, I'm so excited because next week we have uh, Melita is joining us. She is another host on Inspired Choices Network. Um, she's joining us to share a little bit about her business, but we're going to do some ad strategy for her. So we're just going to uh, get into her business, talk about funnels, talk about what are some possible ads that she could run for things to be uh, as effective as possible for her ads. Um, so excited about this. If you would like for me to do an ad strategy session for you live on air, um, shoot me an email. I I love doing these and I would be happy to um, to do one with you. Yeah, Jen at theadsmain.com and I will see you next week. Thanks for listening to The Ads Maven. Jen Palsik will return next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. See you next week where we will dive into more Facebook and Instagram ad strategies.